أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وآله الطيبين الطاهرين لا سيما بقية الله في الأرضين أجل الله تعالى فرجه الشريف وجعلنا من أعوانه وأنصاره uh, I thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for giving me this توفيق uh, and opportunity to be with you again and inshallah this would be our last session on this wise saying of Amirul Mu'mini alayhi salam and uh, what uh, I request uh, you to do is because of the beginning of the months of Ramadan and differences in the prayer time for some parts of the uh, east coast so we are not sure whether we should continue or we should stop for the months of Ramadan so if you could uh, send emails and messages to uh, us uh, through Loud Foundation so inshallah we will be able to decide and inshallah inform you a few days before so that you can also be aware so the question is uh, sh shall we continue or not and if we should continue sh should we keep it the same time or for example make it eight o'clock so that we can finish it by 8 40 uh, when the prayer time of places like orlando starts uh, so this was one point the second point is that uh, i want to congratulate you for the arrival of the holy month of ramadan uh, we are grateful to Allah that we are able to witness another month of Ramadan, Alhamdulillah. Inshallah, we are among the people that Allah has uh, considered them as His guests in this month, Inshallah. And I hope that the best of the affairs would be decided, Inshallah, for our community and for, Inshallah, our families and ourselves in this month of Ramadan in Laylatul Qadr insha'Allah maybe for some of you would be tomorrow but uh, for some already the month of Ramadan has started uh, inshallah it will be a blessed month those of you who have long uh, days of fasting we especially pray for you and we are proud of you and I'm sure on the day of judgment everyone would wish that had fasted in longer days and much uh, more uh, difficult conditions like being more hot and inshallah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts from all of you inshallah your fasting and your du'as in this holy month of Ramadan okay let us uh, start with the last part of this beautiful and insightful why saying of Amirul Mu'minin alayhi salam and as you remember Imam alayhi salam said that there are people who are uh, always there and the earth would never be empty of them uh, but these qualified people for receiving knowledge are very little in number Kamza how many of them are there and where are they 
where can we find them it's not easy to find them by Allah they are very few they are mm, in a very tiny mi minority when it comes to quantity they are very few uh, sometimes we think that quality is very important sometimes we think quantity is very important the truth is both are important but for sure quality is much more important than quantity one hujjah of Allah one perfect man is worth having even if the cost is that on the side you might have many many uh, bad people we have been given freedom by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so that we can become the hujjah of Allah we can become pure we can become perfect and when we say perfect means as much as a human being can become perfect we can never become absolutely perfect so this is why we have been given free will but the cost for having this free will is that some people may become perfect and pure but some also may become very wicked depending how they use their free will uh, some can go to the highest of the high some can go some can go to the lowest of the low as well as some can be better than angels some can be lower than animals but if we can have even one person like Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam like Isa alayhi salam like Ibrahim like Musa like Imams it's worth giving people freedom and accept that there can be then people like Pharaoh like Namrud like Abu Sufyan and Yazid and so on and so forth so here quality is very important the second point is that uh, in some of the discussions uh, uh, we had about the end of the time in Akhir zaman I had a series in London and another in Toronto globe before and after the advent of Imam Mahdi I said that according to my understanding uh, truth and falsehood and the party of truth and party of falsehood will always remain none of them would totally disappear or totally wins there would be always truth and falsehood till end of the world second in Akhirul Zaman quantitatively falsehood would become more become uh, more powerful larger but qualitatively the party of truth the party of good and values would be much stronger than any time in history you would have the best of mu'mineen in akhirah zaman maybe the number is not for example one in thousand of the people of the world or even one in million of the people of the world but they have the best qualities as Imam Zainul Abidin said to Abu Khalid al-Kabuli that the people of Akhir al-Zaman 
afdalu min ahli kull zaman they are better than people of every age so quality is very important and having few quality people would enable the party of truth and goodness to overcome the party of shaitan or the party of falsehood even if their number is a lot their uh, resources their means and instruments are a lot but still they would not be able to win so they are very few in number but they are in the greatest position in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they have the best places with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they are such a good people that with them Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saves and protects his proofs his uh, manifest signs look at this beautiful position mashallah people that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uses them to safeguard his proofs so that they can be handed over to people in future they are entrusted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala such an honor that knowledge guidance true understanding of the Quran is given to them so that they can pass on to the people in future there would be no separation or no gap because this must go on and on throughout the history this is something that every generation has to benefit and pass on to the next generation so yahfadullahu bihim hujajah wa bayyinatim with them Allah saves and keeps and protects his hujaj, his proofs and bayyanat, clear manifest signs. Till they give as trust this to people like them. So they keep it and pass it on to next group of trustee. Who are like them in the good qualities that they have but this passing on to the next group is not just a formal thing like a letter you give to the next person a certificate or document you give to the per uh, next person to keep it no it is a very important process of conveying transferring the same knowledge wisdom to them it's a process of making them reach that position also they plant it 
it's very important very beautiful they plant it in the hearts of their likes so like having fertile heart which is like fertile land and when they see there are good people whose heart is fertile they plant this knowledge there so that they can also grow and reach that level it's very beautiful so it's a process of uh, preparing and um, cultivating it's not just giving something physically to someone else and saying no please carry this for me one of the most beautiful parts of Nahjul Balagh is here and the late Ayatollah Mutahari uh, used to uh, quote this part a lot when he wants uh, to in several places for example mention the most uh, inspiring parts of Islamic teachings about Irfan and how well they are rooted in the teachings of Islam like Quran and Hadith not that they are a foreign element imported he one of the places that he quotes is this beautiful place may Allah inshallah include us among such people especially in this month of Ramadan Imam says that knowledge has targeted them you know hajama is used for uh, someone that like for example targets something and attacks quickly and goes to get it hajama means ilm has targeted them and is quickly going to catch them mashallah it means that as i said it's not a matter of just passing some information to someone it's a matter of being prepared if you are prepared if you open up your heart to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then knowledge would come to you like rain coming to you like a river which is full of water comes to a thirsty land hajama bihimul ilm ilm comes to them in such a powerful and fast way that leaves no ignorance if you know you have a place which is uh, very dry you know like a, a land that for several years has had no rain then naturally that soil becomes very very hard it's only when you can have very good rain or for example if a river is uh, coming there and with power of water and over time then this water can penetrate into every part of that soil and the whole land then becomes very soft especially when it becomes mixed with water becomes like mud becomes very very soft you can put your hand even inside and move it 
the land which was like a stone and could hit you if you wanted to for example uh, punch or hit you know but now it's like uh, just mud this is the power of water now imagine if instead of water knowledge comes is knowledge less powerful than water you have heard maybe the story of Sakaki Sakaki used to be a person who made the uh, knives and swords this is why he was called Sakak so he was um, casting iron and making very good knives even for the king one day he was with the king and saw that the king has a guest an Arlen and the king very much respected that guest when the guest came that Arlen he didn't pay that much attention to Sakaki so Sakaki said I have to learn and become an Alim there is honor and respect for ulama uh, I, I don't know whether he wanted this just to be respected or maybe he realized about the significance of knowledge so I don't want to judge about his intention uh, but anyway he decided to become an Alim but at that time he was old he was not a young person so what he did was he wanted to learn and he was putting pressure on himself because his memory was not that good he was not that sharp and intelligent because of his age so one day he was really hopeless it seems it, I'm not going anywhere but he saw that there is a stone and drops of water are coming to that stone and that uh, place maybe was in a mountain or whatever you know sometimes you see there are places that water comes that uh, water was able to make a hole on this stone because it was coming you know for a long time although it was water but these drops all the time were coming so it made a hole on the surface of the stone so he said to himself is my mind harder than this stone or is knowledge less effective than water none of them sure sure the power of water is not like the power of knowledge and my mind is not harder than stone so if I keep working as this water was working regularly and continuously it didn't stop for days and days it was coming so he said if I keep working I can learn and become an Allah so he didn't give up he continued he became a great scholar of Arabic sciences like Sarf and Nav and he has a very famous book Miftahul Ulum by Sakaki is very famous so knowledge can be like rain and going and first reaching second embracing third penetrating knowledge comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it reaches your heart it embraces your heart and over time goes into 
every aspect of your heart then what happens is your heart becomes soft clean pure and also grows your heart grows your capacity increases so this is very important when we say knowledge here we don't mean by knowledge just some information or data we need we mean basira you have to reach a position that you would have very good understanding insight basira is insight you know sometimes people have knowledge but this knowledge is just some data and it doesn't make them more insightful necessarily there are people who know many many things but when it comes to making decisions they make a decision like people who don't know anything so it's very important that we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us basira insight to be able to understand what is the overall situations requirements what should I do what is the best what are the priorities sometimes for example there are people who read newspapers journals websites about for example market those who are business uh, you know men or men or women so the same data can be available to two people they all have both the same information but one of them has the insight and understands what would be happening in the next for example few years therefore he can decide whether I should invest or not whether I should do this or not and someone has the same information and cannot do anything so it's very important to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for insight there are people who have maybe the same knowledge of Quran and Hadith when it comes to theory but when it comes to practice when it comes to understanding what we need today what are the priorities who are our friends and enemies what are our challenges what are our opportunities you see a big difference although they may have theoretically learned the same thing read the same books but insight is different Basira is different uh, Basira is a very important topic and it needs you know lots of reflection alhamdulillah we had uh, some sessions on wisdom hikmah uh, but uh, so far unfortunately we didn't have an opportunity to reflect on basira maybe inshallah sometime in future after Allah gives me basira inshallah of course so so they have true insight it's very beautiful they have not only knowledge but also they have certainty yaqeen the most important type of knowledge when it comes to matter of probability and likelihood is when you are certain sometimes unfortunately we are in doubt or 
um, even if you are not in doubt the maximum is that you say okay uh, I know that this is the case but I know why my heart is not very confident about it uh, you know uh, of course uh, I don't want to say it is like Prophet Ibrahim because uh, for sure Prophet Ibrahim had certainty but I'm saying that sometimes confidence is different you know that when Prophet Ibrahim said to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Rabbi Arani kayfa tuhiyal mawta Oh Allah, please show me how you revive the dead Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said Awalam tu'min Don't you believe? He said Bala, I believe I want my heart to become confident It's when I see that I become confident Alhamdulillah uh, many of us without even seeing we are confident uh, because it has been the result of several thousands of years of the work of prophets and imams that now we have reached the level that we are confident uh, but uh, prophet ibrahim wanted to have that level of confidence that would uh, be like seeing something anyway what I'm trying to say is that sometimes there is no etminan, there is no sukun, there is no confidence, no tranquility. Still a little bit of uh, not uh, not free from some kind of disturbance. You are you know that this is the case, but it seems your heart is not yet coming with your mind. Your mind is convinced, but your heart needs more time so it's very important to have yaqeen certainty and to have this yaqeen for both your heart and mind this is very important so imam says that these are the people that basharu means with their skin they have felt they have touched mubashara means to do something uh, directly and it comes from Bashar, which means a skin. Uh, one reason we human beings are called Bashar, it's because our skin is not covered by hair, like some animals. So, means they have had ability to touch with their skin, means maximum closeness. Ruh al the spirit of certainty. So they are hundred percent sure, or some people say hundred ten percent sure. Vastalanu mastawarahul mutrafun. For these people who have knowledge, who have certainty, who have insight, the things that make life very difficult for the people who want to enjoy material life mutraf mutraf means the people who have uh, comfortable life they are um, very rich and to be rich is not a problem but the main thing is that their life is based based on money and wealth and they always enjoy themselves they don't have difficulties in their life at all they want to have everything you know in a very uh, luxurious way these people for them many things are difficult for them for example to wake up in the middle of night is difficult to fast hot days is difficult to go for hajj is difficult 
uh, many many things for them are difficult because they want to have very uh, mm, comfortable life everything is to be mm, in order and you know disciplined in the way that they think it's uh, discipline of course mu'minin have very disciplined life but for them their discipline is based on their job their work their trade their business and anything else would be uh, uh, lack of discipline according to their understanding so for them some of the things become very difficult why i should spend you know some time in learning or going to masjid or you know worshiping you know uh, waking up in the middle of the night what happens to me during the day if i have busy day meetings okay so their life is based on something else it's not planned on this so for them some of the things become very difficult but for these people that imam ali is describing estalanu it's very nice very soft from lean so what is very difficult for those mutrafun for them is very nice and soft and very uh, enjoyable experience what makes jahilun feel lonely and not comfortable with for mu'minin of this caliber is what makes them uns anisu means they have uh, been acquainted with they are very comfortable with they feel at home for some people is istawhasha they are fear uh, fearful they are very worried they are or uh, they feel very lonely you know in arabic some animals are called Vahshi uh, and some are called uh, uh, those animals which get ons you know we say like domestic and wild animal Vahshi uh, is because they don't get acquainted with people and some of them are also frightening like you know wolves and you know lions and tigers they never get used to people and live with people so when someone feels very lonely and is not happy with something not comfortable not feeling at home we say istawhasha you might remember that beautiful hadith of imam zainul abidin salam in which he says if all people of east from the east to the west everyone if all human beings on the earth die law mata man bayn al-mashriq wal-maghrib lamastawhashtu ba'dan yakun al-qur'an ma'i I will never feel lonely if Quran is with me. I don't feel lonely. So means to feel lonely. You feel there is nothing to uh, get used to it, nothing to give you comfort, to be acquainted with, to have ons with, to have a kind of friendship with. So Imam says that these people are very uh, close and they have acquaintance with some of the things that jahilin who have no knowledge feel very lonely with respect to them very frightened by them they are in dunya with their bodies you can see them walking among people going to the market shop university masjid on the street they drive car they have their life in this world you see them but what you see is their body what you see is their physical presence but 
what about their spirits has their spirits have their spirits come down to this world or they are still in the world of spirits they are in kingdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you see them among normal people or even sometimes you know kuffar everyone when it comes to body we are all together but when it comes to spirits the spirits are very different each spirit belongs to a separate world so sahibud dunya bi'abdanin arwahuha mu'allaqatun bil mahall al-a'la they are with this dunya sahibu suhba means companionship they live in this dunya but their spirits belong to a very high position they are with muqarrabun they are with the friends of allah they are with the angels they have never come to the level of dunya to the level of physics to the level of material worlds their spirit is always there they are the vicegerents of Allah on the earth and they are the people who call towards the religion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala of course this is in the first place applicable to the hujaj of Allah to the ma'sumin but in a secondary level we come to their true followers pious pure servants of Allah among ulama among people of knowledge and wisdom and insight who follow the footsteps of ma'sumin and convey as connection and link between ma'sumin and people so imam says these are the people who call towards Allah's religion and Imam very much hopes to see them he is missing them in history you know the, there are people that they are coming in future generations but still Imam loves to see them and misses them ah ah shawqan ila ru'yatihim Imam's heart is full of uh, aspiration and hope for seeing them but when you don't see them at this time of course there is a little bit of pain at the same time because you've missed them but on the other hand you are happy because you know that such people would be there so it's a mixture of hoping and loving and missing Imam is very eager, very much willing to see them. When Imam reaches this level, it seems that uh, he becomes very uh, moved. He perhaps finds that it's very difficult for him to speak anymore. Maybe for himself and maybe for uh, Kumail. Maybe Kumail uh, reached end of his capacity. So Imam says, "Ensaref ya Kumail idha shi'ta." Now, if you like, you can go. Of course, perhaps this was uh, saying very politely, "You should go." Imam says, "Idha shi'ta." If you like, now you can go. Okay, 
I can tell the same thing to you. So now if you like, you can go. Alhamdulillah, our uh, webinar today finished. If you have questions, so please put forward. And as I said at the beginning, if uh, you could email us, let us know whether uh, we should keep our webinar in the months of Ramadan either the same time or bring it earlier make it for example 8 o'clock so that we can finish but 8.40 so that people in Orlando other places can say the prayer on time or we should pause for the months of Ramadan and inshallah resume afterwards if Allah wants uh, we are at your service uh, what we want to do is to make sure that uh, you would have the best uh, situation with respect to your prayer fasting and uh, about the webinars okay we have uh, two question question one salamun alaikum alaikum salam you mentioned that there are very few qualified person what are the features of these people and how do we distinguish them from rest to me everyone seems very good person and qualified uh, alhamdulillah you are very lucky if everyone for you is very good and qualified i am sure you mean among the pious people uh, yeah, the people that Imam is talking about them uh, are very special people. You don't find many of them. Uh, these are the people that, as I said, knowledge, and that is true knowledge, that is certain knowledge, that is a knowledge which is gifted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, has reached every aspect of their um, soul and their heart they are embodiment of knowledge and understanding and wisdom and insight uh, they have nothing of their own personality acting as a barrier as a whale for knowledge so there is no misguidance coming from them in any way there is no miscommunication there is no uh, confusion there is no controversy surrounding them uh, these are the people of great level of piety and commitment and understanding you find them among our very uh, special ulama alhamdulillah we have always been gifted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for having such great ulama among our maraja or uh, greatest scholars alhamdulillah we should thank Allah uh, and we should pray that inshallah those who are in this uh, you know category inshallah Allah gives them long life but we also very uh, humbly request Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us more of these people our community and humanity in general really really needs such people we are in an age of confusion and illusions and uh, unfortunately there are people who are confused misguided and they misguide other people consciously or unconsciously so we are in need of such people we pray inshallah that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us with more uh, such people inshallah and I hope that inshallah a time comes that all people would have access to such people inshallah now that we don't have our Imam with us at least perhaps it's fair to request Allah of course without uh, 
demanding but just requesting you know, please Allah give us ulama that can fill this gap for us and protect our ulama who are like this for us question two salam alaikum shaykh alaikum salam rahmatullah ramadan, ramadan mubarak to you thank you very much uh, when we struggle to get closer to Allah and can feel the closeness for some time and suddenly get distracted and disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala realize the mistake and feel that we have lost the con connection in getting back to the status we have to repent a lot and sometimes feel that Allah is very angry at us at what stage do we feel the satisfaction that Allah we have Allah ha may have forgiven us whenever you see that you have stopped committing the sin that you have asked forgiveness for inshallah this is a sign that your tawbah is accepted so if for example someone had the bad habit of telling lies he regrets he repents but again after some time he forgets and he can tell lies or he is not strong enough to resist against temptations for telling lies if a time comes that he never tells lies this means that inshallah his tawbah is accepted if someone gets angry at people at his family and annoys them but a time comes that he gives up this bad quality never gets angry so this is a sign that inshallah tawbah is accepted question 3 alaikum salam shaykh alaikum salam how do we get certainty uh -huh. very good question I'm sorry, my hay fever is back uh, after visit of the UK, so uh, hopefully in a few days, inshallah, I will be all right. Um, certainty comes by two things. One is increase of your knowledge. You have to study, you have to ask, you have to inquire, you have to do research, discussion with ulama or people who are like you learning. Second is ibadah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, وَعْبُدْ رَبَّكَ حَتَّى يَعْتِيَكَ الْيَقِينَ It is through practice that what you know will be established. If we worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not worshiping just by praying and fasting as actions, if you become a worshipper in the sense of a person who serves Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you become a servant of Allah. So if your obudiyah becomes a result of your ibadah, worship leads to servitude, then whatever you know becomes certain. And in some of the ziyarat we say Ashadu So increase of knowledge through learning, studying, asking, inquiring. Then when I say then means together, I'm not meaning then in time, I mean in two things. The second thing is practice. Especially practicing very close intimate relation with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the form of ibadah in the form of du'as reflection 
inshallah if we do these two things we will be inshallah able to get the gift of yaqeen inshallah okay thank you very much uh, we pray together inshallah again for uh, having a very blessed and special month of ramadan and i hope that inshallah our community would benefit from this month of ramadan and make uh, a very steady progress towards the aims and ideals that our community has above all to be pleasing allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to be prepared to help the hujjah of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by being voice of moral values voice of unity and cohesion justice and uh, inshallah more than justice kindness and love for humanity inshallah may allah give shifa to all the people who are ill may allah send his unlimited rahmah to the souls of marhumin those who have rights upon us those who are not able to be in this month of ramadan may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, send his rahmah to their souls and let them be with ahlul bayt alayhimussalam may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep us and our youths always on the right path insha'Allah wa akhiru da'wana an alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen al-tamasa du'a khuda'afis